0: Welcome to the Stirring Hearts podcast. My name is Lori Adams and I'll be your host. I'm a wife, mom, and Mima to four little angels. You know, in all the years that I've been in ministry, ministering to women has truly been my passion. The Lord has given me a heart to inspire, encourage, and impact women just like you. The Stirring Hearts podcast is designed to stir up your heart into a deeper, more intimate relationship with Jesus. Jesus, the lover of your soul, not to stir your emotions, but to stir the Spirit of God that dwells inside you. And by doing so, we will learn to live out the greatest commandment given to us by Jesus, to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. My prayer is that your hunger for Jesus will go stronger every time you listen to this podcast. So join me today, sisters, as we stir our hearts for personal revival. Well, hey, sweet sister, welcome to Episode 8 of the Stirring Hearts Podcast. I am so glad you were here. Well, here we are, the first week in December. Maybe you've kicked things into high gear. You are moving and grooving. The truth of the matter is, Christmas Day will be here before you know it. We plan, prepare, make lists a mile long, try to get in all the family traditions we have, and the day will finally arrive And before you know it, it will be over just like that. You're probably thinking, come on, Lori, I'm just now getting into the Christmas spirit. And I would agree, as am I. But this podcast is designed to stir your hearts into a deeper relationship with Jesus. So for the next few moments, I'm asking you to turn all that off and listen to what I have to say. And Lord willing, when we are done, your Christmas spirit will be even greater as we remember why we even celebrate this day to begin with. Here we go. The title of this podcast is The Gift Wrapped in Flesh. Now, I mentioned in a previous podcast that we at Stirring Hearts have put out a newsletter. We do this each month. Our first newsletter went out November 1st, and we just put out our second newsletter, December 1st. Again, if you would like to receive this newsletter, go to our website, www.stirringhearts.org, and you can sign up there. In that newsletter, we shared part of a devotion. Now, let me give you a brief background on this. Last Christmas, my daughter bought herself, my son, my husband, and me a devotional book. It is a 365-day devotional. We have all been reading it this past year. Let me tell you it has impacted all of us greatly. The devotion is titled Puritan Devotional Readings Voices from the Past, Volume two, edited by Richard Rushing. Now, if you have never heard of the Puritans, here's a little background. The Puritans were members of a religious reform movement known as the Puritanism that arose within the Church of England, In the late 16th century. The time period of the Puritans was 1533 to 1630. These men wrote with conviction, passion, and rich wisdom. If you're ever looking for something deeper than what current devotions have, I would highly recommend these series of devotions. I'll put the title in the show notes. With all that said, I want to share the entire devotion that was referenced in our December newsletter. It will be the basis for our podcast. It was written by John Flavel. He was an English Puritan Presbyterian minister. He was born in 1627, and he died in 1691. That is over 300 years ago. But the truths he wrote about still ring true today, even in modern America. Okay, here is the devotion, and the scripture referenced is John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son. The gift of Christ is the highest manifestation of the love of God to sinners ever made from eternity. Giving implies a parting. There was parting for a time when the Son took upon himself flesh. There was also a parting when Christ was pierced and wounded. Giving also implies the delivering of Christ over into the hands of justice to the sentence of law and execution. Consider how near and dear Jesus was to the Father. A writer tells us that, in a famine in Germany, a poor family was about to perish, and the husband proposed to sell one of the children for bread for the rest. The wife at last consented, and they considered which of the four should be sold. They refused to part with their eldest, their firstborn and they could not yield the second, who looked like his father. The third resembled the mother, and the youngest was their Benjamin, the child of their old age. So they decided to perish rather than to part with a child for relief. What is a child but a piece of a parent wrapped in another skin? And yet our dearest children are but as strangers to us in comparison to the unspeakable dearness between the Father and Christ. His love in sending the Son will be admired to all eternity. Christ was made a curse for us and knew scorn and contempt. It breaks our hearts to see our children suffer. The father saw Christ struggle under agony, falling to the ground, crying for the cup to pass. He was delivered to the wrath of an infinite God. And for whom? Angels? No, but for men. For his friends? No, for his enemies. This is love. It came freely. It wasn't wrestled out of his hand for our opportunity. We didn't desire it or deserve it. And if God has given us his own son, we can expect any other temporal mercies from him. Oh, love unspeakable. Wow, so very powerful. I pray you were able to grasp all that I just read. You know, sometimes these devotions require multiple readings and meditation as they are so deep and rich in truth. The part we put in our newsletter was about the family in Germany facing a famine. In desperation to survive the famine, the husband proposed to sell one of the children in order to have bread for the rest. How desperate they must have been to even consider selling one of their children. I don't think we can even imagine that kind of desperation here in America. Now, even though the wife had finally consented, as they looked at each child, they realized that they would rather perish than sacrifice one of their children. Oh, I think we can all understand how they came to that decision. The line that stood out to me in this devotion on that part was this, What is a child but a piece of a parent wrapped in another skin? With that in mind, on a much deeper, more spiritual level, what must it have been like for God the Father to wrap his one and only Son Jesus in flesh? and then actually follow through with the ultimate sacrifice for you and me. This gift and sacrifice carry with it the supernatural power for us to never be in spiritual famine as we put our faith, trust, and hope in Jesus. John 3 16 is the verse referenced in this devotion, the verse of all verses. I don't believe there are many people that don't know it or have heard it. With so many being so familiar with this scripture, it's easy to lose its true depth and meaning. I love that this devotion focuses on the first part of that famous verse. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son. I mean, what greater verse to reference in this Christmas season than John three sixteen? The three words that stand out to me are loved, gave, and only. In this season, we have at least two of those words that are very prevalent. Love and give, right? I mean, this season is filled with all kinds of love and giving to one another. We give because we love. We spend time and money purchasing just the right gift for those we love and care about. And then we wrap that gift to signify the value and love of the gift inside. Oh, sometimes (laughs) we even pay a professional to wrap it. So it comes out just perfectly. It seems like the greater the value of the gift, the more beautiful will be the wrapping. Oh, we can't wait to see our loved one's response or their look on their face when they open their gift. We anticipate what their reaction will be. It can all be so very exciting. You know, they say that some of the most expensive and valuable gifts come in small packages. Well... On a much deeper and more spiritual level, this rings true when we think of the gift of Jesus. Have you ever stopped to think about the fact that even before the actual birth of Jesus, as a small baby boy, he was even smaller at the start of his development in the womb of Mary put there By the Holy Spirit. The smallest of smallest cells was Jesus. The very Son of God was growing and developing in the womb of a young girl. This was no normal conception or birth. How humble of Jesus, King of Kings and Lord of Lords, to condescend and make himself so small, so vulnerable, and fully human wrapped in flesh as a gift for you and me. John one fourteen, The Word, Jesus, became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son, who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. Do you hear the majestic wonder, mystery, and splendor in that verse? Jesus, the one and only Son of God, wrapped himself in flesh, took up residence here on earth. He not only displayed the glory of God the Father, he did it as he was full of grace and truth. Listen to this quote. Jesus is called the Son of God not because he is a dependent relative of the Father, but because he reflects the nature of the Father perfectly. He is everything that God is in the flesh. He shares the Father's nature and glory. He is the visible image of the invisible God. End of quote. So like Jesus told his disciples, if you've seen me, you have seen the Father Jesus, in the flesh, which is visible, displays the very image of God, which is invisible. And he does this all for you and me. Just thinking about this all humbles me so very deeply. I pray it does the same thing for you. This priceless gift all started because of love. The love of God for sinners like you and me not his friends, but his enemies. The first line in the devotion that we read earlier says this, the gift of Christ is the highest manifestation of the love of God to sinners ever made from eternity. You see, the gift of Jesus wrapped in flesh fulfilled all purposes of the Father's will and plans for all eternity. This is a gift that is given out of the very nature of God. God doesn't just love. He is love. But here is something important to think about. Not only is there in this love for you and me, but you must see and acknowledge the beautiful oneness and life-giving love between the Father and the Son. John 10:30, Jesus says, The Father and I are one. You know, this whole concept of Jesus being fully human and fully God truly is a mystery. Our finite minds struggle to understand this. Nevertheless, there is a beautiful harmony and rhythm filled with love between God the Father and His one and only Son, Jesus. Make no mistake that even though Jesus was sent in the most vulnerable way and was ultimately crucified, the love between them runs deep. This is a spiritual truth and love our carnal minds truly cannot comprehend. We must receive it all by faith. The gift of Jesus wrapped in flesh while, yes, given to us, is also an obedient act of worship and sacrifice to God the Father. That obedience from Jesus is filled with great love. And that sacrifice was a beautiful aroma to the Father. Ephesians 5.2 And continue to walk surrendered to the extravagant love of Christ, for he surrendered his life as a sacrifice for us. His great love for us was pleasing to God like an aroma of adoration, a sweet healing fragrance. I don't know about you, but I can truly hear the love between Jesus and God the Father in that sister, it is so hard for us to understand this kind of love. When we try to understand, we do it from a worldly perspective or from human reasoning. And when we do that, it will always fall short. With that said, there is one way that we could possibly get an idea of what it was like of the bond between Jesus and the Father. I would recommend that you go in and read John chapter 17. That is a prayer that Jesus prays to the Father. The entire chapter is his prayer, and it happens not long before his crucifixion. Go in and spend time reading it and meditating on it. I pray you will get a sight of the love and dearness between the Father and Jesus and the love that Jesus has for his disciples and for you and for me. You know, sister, there is no doubt that Christmas can be the most wonderful time of year for so many reasons. But today, I pray as you have listened to this podcast, you realize that the gift given to all of us, Jesus, wrapped in flesh, is a gift not just to be celebrated and received one day a year, but to be cherished and opened daily. And we do this by opening the very Word of God that breathes new life and gives precious gifts filled with grace and truth to each of us all year long. That is truly something to celebrate. Let me pray for you. Heavenly Father, we don't have words to adequately thank you for the gift of Jesus wrapped in flesh. As we get closer to Christmas Day, I pray you will help us all to humbly remember the price of this gift. I pray for this sweet sister listening that you will stir her heart to receive this powerful gift daily as she puts all her faith, hope, trust, and love in the giver of life, the greatest gift of all, Jesus. It's in his precious name I pray. Amen. Well, that's all for today. Thanks so much for being here. I pray the Holy Spirit has truly stirred your heart and the intimacy between you and Jesus has grown deeper. Be sure to follow and download the Stirring Hearts podcast so you never miss an episode. We drop a new episode every week. You can also leave a review, which helps this podcast reach more women. And make sure to connect with me on social media and my website. The links are located in the show notes. May the Lord bless you and stir your heart as you diligently seek and love him. And remember, sister, you are never alone, and we are always better together.